this is the in focus podcast from the hindu welcome to the hindus in focus podcast i'm zubeda hamid your host for today india has so far recorded close to 12000 cases of mucormycosis or black fungus infection as it is commonly known the central government has now declared it a notifiable disease mucormycosis was not unknown in india but it is now with the second wave of the covid-19 pandemic continuing to rage that the country has seen a surge in these infections while the increased use of steroids needed for the treatment of severely ill covid-19 patients is being cited as one possible reason experts have also said that a majority of cases are seen in those with poorly controlled diabetes Mucormycosis can affect many organs in the body but what is being seen now is the rhino obito cerebral form the infection affects the sinuses nose eyes and the brain doctors have reported that patients have come to them a few weeks after recovering from covid-19 with symptoms of mucormycosis amphotericin b is the main antifungal drug used in its treatment though stocks are running low now in the country due to high demand The center recently said five new pharma companies have been approved to produce amphotericin B. Earlier, only six firms were manufacturing it. To speak to us about this fungal infection, its link with diabetes and what can be done to prevent it, we have Dr. V Mohan, chairman Dr. Mohan's Diabetes Specialty Center in Chennai. Good evening and welcome to the Hindus in Focus podcast Dr Mohan. Good evening Zubeda. Dr India has so far recorded close to 12000 cases of mucormycosis or black fungus infection as it is commonly known. The central government has declared it a notifiable disease while several states have declared it an epidemic. Mucormycosis is not new in India. The estimated burden is believed to be 14 per 100000. but it is now with our health systems already crippled by covid-19 that we are seeing a surge in these infections could you tell us a little bit about what mucormycosis is how it is diagnosed and treated and what its impact on mortality is thank you uh, subeda what we are seeing is a very unusual uh, situation uh, mucormycosis is a very rare fungal infection now as you know there are lot of common fungal infections for example anybody who's sick and in hospital you will see on their tongue a little white patch uh, you know now that is a, a small candida infection um, again in uncontrolled diabetics uh, both for males and females fungus infections can come many of the fun- fungi are uh, not very harmful but some of and some like candida are very easily treatable uh, on the other hand certain funguses like uh, mucormycosis aspergillosis uh, these are all very severe forms of fungus and if they get into the body it's quite difficult to eradicate them you mentioned some statistics about uh, mucormycosis i i don't think even it is that high because what you mentioned was a few per 1 uh, lakh population uh, that means in chennai there should be so many cases of mucormycosis even Uh, on a normal uh, uh, day or on a normal week or something that normally does not happen it's a very 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 rare condition but we always knew that mucormycosis 
one of the uh, main reasons why people get it is uncontrolled diabetes. Now, we know that uncontrolled diabetes predisposes to all types of infections, bacterial infections, urinary infections, tuberculosis, uh, gallbladder infection, you name it, every infection you can get. Then you can also uh, get viral infections. For example, COVID-19 itself uh, is more common in diabetics and more severe herpes zoster. Then you can get fungus infection, the simple varieties which I, I told you like herpes, uh, you know, herpes is a viral one. Uh, the simple fungal infections like uh, the candida and so on, which nowadays I think people are calling it as white. I'm surprised that people are calling white fungus, yellow fungus, orange fungus, all the colors of the rainbow they are giving. I don't think they should be called like that. We should be very specific about which fungus. Even this black fungus actually is a misnomer. So mucormycosis belongs to this fungus called as the myositis, the mucormycosis uh, kind of um, uh, fungus, which is normally found in uh, soil, water. So if you're gardening and you don't wear gloves, you can pick up uh, this kind of fungus. It can also come from water. Uh, it is known that in an ICU setting and so on, where there's humidity, moisture, uh, sick people, uh, they are more prone to mucormycosis. So in the list of conditions which produce mucormycosis, diabetes is right on top, number one. Number two, wherever the immunity goes down, and diabetes also comes because immunity goes down. Number two, where immunity goes down, and the classical reason why it's occurring now, and we'll discuss that later when you ask me, is because of steroid use. Excessive steroid use in large doses, steroids reduce the immunity in the body, and in a diabetic patient with already uncontrolled, it's making a perfect case for the spread of this uh, mucormycosis. So that is a second reason. In malignancy conditions, in a post-transplant where you're using a lot of uh, steroids and other immunosuppressant drugs, you can get it. In HIV, you can get it. That it's also been shown that certain you know uh, agents which release um, free iron in the body, uh, there is a condition of iron overload, uh, hemochromatosis and hemosidrosis, where you use chelating agents to get rid of some of the iron from the tissues and the free iron gets released. Uh, defroximin is one such drug. So when you use that, that iron goes and binds into this um, uh, fungus and makes it settle down and then in the nose or in the eye and so on. And, but that's one reason. And lastly, we believe that this particular episode might have been triggered by excessive use of zinc and so on. Ever since you know the uh, the uh, the uh, COVID-19 came, people thought that taking vitamin C and zinc and so on uh, is very good. I've made several videos saying that you don't have to take zinc; you will get zinc in your food. Zinc is easily available in your millets. It's in, available in all your pulses: Bengal gram, green gram, black gram, shellfish, non-vegetarian items. So many things contain uh, zinc. There is not necessary to keep on loading yourself with when people are taking for one year, one and a half year zinc, uh, even when they don't have a zinc deficiency. So that is been linked as one of the causes. So in some, what happens is on a background of uncontrolled diabetes, this fungus starts getting affected, uh, starts affecting the, the nose, the sinuses, and from there it can go to the eye and even to the brain. These are the three places and this commonest form is what uh, we are seeing now. Doctor, you mentioned steroids yeah. as being linked to one of the causes uh, for causing this fungal infection. Steroids like dexamethasone are known to have a positive effect 
in COVID-19 patients. Yeah. And the WHO strongly recommends their use in treating patients with severe and critical COVID-19. Yes. But should steroid use protocols be changed for non-severe COVID-19 patients? It should not be changed because um, steroids are life-saving drugs. Uh, ever since modern medicine came and the role of corticosteroids uh, were uh, corticosteroids actually produced by the adrenal gland. And they are the, the, the ones which keep up your blood pressure, which keeps, uh, you know, immunity. It helps in steroids are life-saving. Absolutely uh, no doubt that they are life-saving drugs. So in any critical situation, let us say we have a, an infection which is not at all subsiding, you know, like uh, arthritis or immunological things, we use steroids. In cancer chemotherapy, it is often combined. Uh, when you have a hyperinflammatory response, whenever there, and that's what goes wrong in, in COVID, where the inflammatory response, uh, you know, is exaggerated. That's the stage when we give steroids, because when you give steroids, dramatically you reduce this hyperinflammatory response. Steroids should be used as one of the last things when your uh, stage of the COVID-19 is getting critical. But I think what happened was nobody modified the protocol or anything. I don't know whether it's the, the medical profession which did that or, uh, or the patients themselves started using. They thought uh, that, oh, if steroid is so good. If you start using it, probably it will prevent COVID. Nothing is further from the truth. Because if you start taking steroid, you're opening the gates. Because you're lowering the immunity, you're opening the gates for the virus to enter and to spread rapidly. So that could be one reason. Second is... In the first week, when the virus is spreading in the body, you should not use steroids at all. In fact, even antibiotics don't play much of a role at that time. So that is a time when many people are using steroids too early. And that might be leading to a, a lowering of the immunity, making the COVID also worse, and also lowering your immunity to such an extent that the mucormycosis also sets in. Also, what the as I already mentioned, what the steroids do, one of the side effects of steroid is to increase the blood sugar level. Uh, so even in the body, the natural course of the steroid is to keep increasing your blood sugar. And even in a non-diabetic, the steroid will keep increasing the sugar, then insulin will come and reduce it and a balance is maintained. Now, when the diabetes is already uncontrolled, when the insulin is not working properly, the pancreas is probably par partly affected due to COVID. That time you are pumping in the the steroid also, so the sugar will get jacked up so much that you are uh, going to produce, you're going to make it worse as far as these infections are concerned. And that could be one of the reasons why this mucormycosis is being seen. That is the reason also why you remember from March of last year, from December of, of January of last year till around September, uh, we had the first wave of the, uh, the COVID-19. That time we are not talking about mucormycosis. Similarly, even now, I think in the West and all that, where protocols are followed very strictly, uh, I, we have not heard of this mucormycosis uh, coming. We have heard of deaths, of course, but we have not heard of mucormycosis coming. Here in India, I think due to, I don't know the exact reason, we still have to find it. Number one is, of course, diabetes. Number two is steroids. These two, we know, excessive use and probably prolonged use. And also for large, uh, uh, large doses for long periods of time, all this, and also premature use, all that is possible. Also, it is possible that because we started running out of beds uh, and the sheer you know, bed capacity was uh, limited, all kinds of places people started admitting uh, their uh, the admitting patients. Some of those places which uh, were treating 
may not have had may not have been able to handle this load so what happens is the cleaning of the equipments in the icu or the general hygiene or the water used in that whether it is uh, clean enough whether the oxygen itself is 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 uh, clean enough uh, no industrial oxygen was diverted uh, this morning one of my industry friends was telling me no 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 industrial oxygen is actually cleaner than uh, than human use i find it a little difficult to believe why would uh, you know to give a human being you won't use that much pure but for industry you will use higher thing i don't know even so maybe the tubes through which it is coming i don't know whether uh, they are completely fungus free uh, and so on and so in that itself maybe some of the fungus through the tubes or something is coming we really haven't hit nailed it why it is happening but it is happening luckily we have got treatments but it, uh, a high index of suspicion must be maintained by the clinician saying that if you miss it you think is an ordinary cold and you give a antihistamine and then you wait it will start spreading the earlier it is diagnosed the earlier it is treated you can probably have a complete recovery from mucormycosis thank you doctor that was a very clear picture of this doctor talk to us a little bit about the diabetes burden in india as far as i know india has the second highest number of diabetics in the world after china estimated at over 70 million are we then staring at multiple health burdens of diabetes covid-19 and mucormycosis yes you're absolutely right uh, zubeda I mean, india is currently in second place the numbers have increased in, uh, in uh, 2019 the last uh, idf uh, atlas came out this year we are expecting the next atlas uh, to every two years they release it so in 2019 the figure for india was 77 million roughly about 1 to 1.5 million per year will rise so i expect this year as november 14th world diabetes day they always release every two years they release the fresh figures so i would think that uh, we should be around 80 million now there is also another 80 million people with pre diabetes a stage before we get diabetes so if you add both it's actually about 160 million people who have the glucose elevated either to a diabetic level or a pre diabetic level and even in the pre diabetic stage when you're talking about covid-19 where you're going to give steroids to them they will convert to diabetes so we are seeing a lot of these new onset cases due to covid-19 coming we don't know whether it is direct injury into the pancreas which they have shown in one or two cases they have shown but that's not the commonest cause most common probably is like this use of steroids and then the infection itself increasing the sugar levels and then the stress and the anxiety which can produce uh, and then due to lockdown and so on what happens people stop exercising put on weight that is yet another uh, cause so there are many reasons why diabetes can be increased due to covid 19 and as you rightly said it's not a healthy relationship when already you have a dangerous disease and then you have a uh, one, another disease like diabetes which is uh, inviting the virus inside and on top of that you use the steroid also uh, and the covid itself worsening the diabetic position so everything put together it's not a good scene i think the next 4 to 8 weeks is very critical if you want to break the cycle you mentioned epidemic of mucormycosis i would like to have a small correction of what the governments are saying about epidemic an epidemic is generally transmitted from one person Uh, to another and even in the case of diabetes you can say because a father can give it to the uh, son and the mother can give it to the daughter so in that case also you can use epidemic in the case of mucormycosis we really can't use that term because it's not something you spread so easily if your body innate immunity is low if you have uncontrolled diabetes and you have the fertile soil for uh, mucormycosis to develop only then it develops so the our action plan is very simple actually 
reach out to every person with diabetes ask them to increase the testing let them keep all their sugars fasting and postprandial under control let them get their hb1c under control and then improve all our procedures improve the hygiene uh, cut down the unnecessary use of steroids where it's not needed and every sugar patient keeps their sugar under control if you're able to do that i think you can quickly get out of this cycle of uh, mucormycosis so i think all these are adding to the confusion in our country otherwise i cannot explain how you know countries like us which had more cases than us uh, did not see mucormycosis many other countries have not seen why is that only in india we have got it can't be just the number of diabetic patient of course it is yes uncontrolled uh, diabetes but we had almost equal number last year so what happened uh, last year when uh, you know the first wave came we didn't see any cases of mucormycosis so something is going wrong in the system and we'll have to fix it we'll have to regulate the use of medicines much uh, much more do you think this calls for a large study on the causes behind mucormycosis in the country doctor 100% because uh, you know we haven't yet all that we are saying is uh, theoretical knowledge we are saying uh, okay majority of the patients who came had uncontrolled diabetes we are saying that Uh, but what happened to the uncontrolled diabetic people uh, last time round what happened at that time and mucormycosis something comes in weeks so even in september if they had started uh, using all that why up to now almost uh, february march now uh, nothing happened so something has gone wrong now i think uh, i think already some associations have started i know that the indian academy of um, otolaryngology uh, has called for a Uh, a consensus kind of a thing and uh, uh, recording of uh, cases and pulling it all together and trying to find out uh, how uh, what went wrong but i think also social scientists and others should also get in uh, probably there are uh, i don't know uh, but uh, as an epidemiologist my brain is just thinking can we uh, identify pockets where this has happened that is how most uh, diseases and puzzles are solved so suppose we say in mumbai it was this particular region where we had the mucormycosis and in uh, because already i know that in salem there were a lot of cases why salem and not coimbatore or madurai i don't know so is there the oxygen supply of salem was it different from the rest this is not to find fault but to find the solution how it happened and why it uh, happened there you know and uh, what was different there than in others so once we do that we'll be able to fix the problem of course now we can treat the disease and what i would say from my side only i can say use steroids judiciously control diabetes well if these are the two major factors then let's fix those two first but if it is a contaminated tube or water or humidifier or something i won't be able to fix it i won't know how to even fix it and i won't even know that's a cause so for that i think infectious diseases specialists should get in um, and then the fungal experts should get in find out more this is a nice chance to study all about mucormycosis because as you rightly started by saying it's such a rare disease that even senior ENT surgeons only the ENT surgeons refer to us we used to get the cases and i used to get a, a couple of cases two three cases in my lifetime i would have seen before this whole thing started but now if we can map out where are all the cases which hospital did they go to is it all coming from a few hospitals or is it every hospital is reporting which cities are reporting it more and what are the factors which are peculiar to that particular place i think if we study all that on a national level what can be done 
I think we'll have to do this until uh, before it gets um, out of hand. Doctor, you spoke to us a little bit about how uh, patients who recover and two to three weeks later, they report symptoms of mucormycosis. Yeah. Lots of doctors have been saying that yeah. after patients have recovered from COVID-19, Correct. they are saying this. So what should the aftercare protocol for COVID-19 be, especially for those who already have diabetes? Because we've established that steroids are life-saving drugs yeah. and in many cases, they do need to be used. But Zubeda, the they are only life-saving and needed uh, in the ICU setting. See, the very fact that, see, most of the patients are getting it after discharge or after they go home and so on. So at that time, they, it is not a life-saving thing. If it is still life-threatening, they wouldn't have discharged them in the first place. So I think rapidly we should wean them off the steroids. I have seen uh, many prescriptions of uh, uh, steroids where they're not even telling them how long to take it. Uh, so they're happily taking it for four weeks, eight weeks. Why, should, why do you need steroids so long? You don't need it. I think about 10 days if you take steroid should be sufficient. I may be wrong, but I think around 10 to not more than two weeks. And by that time, I think the acute phase is the first three or four days. After that, the, the acute hyperinflammatory response, if you're not responded to steroid in the first two days, you're not going to respond because steroids work immediately in minutes, days, it works, hours, it works. So if you have started it, uh, you might have started with a parenteral uh, injection steroid and then you may change it to an oral uh, steroid when you send them home. And there must be a plan put in place uh, for a, a rapid reduction, de-escalation of the dose and uh, uh, make it, uh, you know, half the dose when you send them home and then quarter of the dose and one eighth of the dose and then make it once a day and then they stop it. Because the steroids, uh, when given in high doses, cannot be stopped immediately. They can lead to adrenal shock can lead to death but are we all doing it have all hospitals given protocols uh, for that maybe uh, you know the steroid protocols it's come uh, time has come to uh, kind of stabilize uh, that uh, that's the first thing second thing is when they are on steroids almost invariably the sugars would have gone up are we giving enough advice to them when they go home to monitor their sugars several times a day even smbg using just simple glucometer at home, before food, after food, and tell the patient that all your fasting sugars should be in the range of, say, 100, 100, 110, not more than that. Anything more than that, the risk increases. After food, keep it around 130, 140 if possible, not more than 160. If you're able to keep it in that kind of a tight control range, then the risk is reduced very much. Doctor, one last question before we sign off. Uh, could you tell us about the importance of the COVID-19 vaccine for those who have diabetes? It's extremely important for those with uh, diabetes to take it. We already know that uh, if people with diabetes and uncontrolled diabetes get COVID-19, how badly we are faring. Mucomycosis is only a late story. Before that, itself, right from the Wuhan days, we have heard of uh, people getting into ICU a majority are having diabetes. Those who uh, have serious uh, uh, illness or worse outcomes, they have diabetes. If you look at death rates, it is three times higher in those with uh, diabetes. So having known that, why not give the vaccination to every person with uh, diabetes so that they are protected from getting the COVID-19? So people ask, can people with diabetes take the COVID vaccine? I would say they are the first people who should take the COVID vaccine. So then they'll say, will they have extra side effect? What extra side effect? No extra side effect. If occasionally one in few lakh people do get side effects with the vaccine, the diabetic patient will also get it. 
now that the age has been lowered even people with type 1 diabetes are children with type 1, not very young and not uh, below 18 or 20 years away because we don't have the evidence yet so every adult above 18 years of age especially if they have diabetes should be the first to uh, get the vaccination you not have any fear about that all over the world the same uh, rules only so please go and take your vaccination thank you so much for speaking to us doctor thank you zubeda thank you for inviting me in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon